This is the weekly sermon from Church of the Holy Trinity, a Reformed Episcopal parish in the Anglican Church of North America in Houston, Texas. Find us online at holytrinityrec.org. Find us on Facebook as Holy Trinity Houston, and on Twitter and Instagram as Holy Trinity REC. Enjoy the sermon. For, all, for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. We read this tonight in the epistle lesson in 1 Corinthians. And as our collect prayer for this evening stated, the Lord's Supper also serves as a holy mystery. It gives a pledge from Jesus Christ to us of eternal life. Not only is the Holy Supper commanded, it is also deeply encouraging to us to assure us by way of reminder that Jesus has secured our eternal life in his work to do this for us through a reminder in the sacrament he gave us and commanded us to continue. We, in obedience to partake, proclaim his death until his return. The Holy Communion is an act of proclaiming the gospel by our obedience to participate. This evening, let us reflect on this beautiful gift God has given us in the Lord's Supper for us to be nourished and to thrive in him. On two occasions in the epistle tonight, once upon receiving the bread and another in receiving the wine, Paul quoted Jesus to say, basically, to do this in remembrance of me. This remembrance is key to the Christian life. It is not to remember when we as individuals came to Jesus Christ in faith. It is to remember all Jesus Christ did to secure our eternal life in him. Yes, much of what Jesus did for us is forever connected for us in a most personal manner by remembering our own conversions and when we came to Christ. Yet we must remember what he did to make our individual conversion possible in the first place. Within this scope, we see how communion is a church-wide sacrament meant for all baptized believers. Remembrance is important in the salvation history we read in Scripture. The Bible is always calling us to remember or recall what God did in the past to save his people from slavery and sin. In the book of Exodus, the Passover meal was, was first instituted when the angel of death, death passed over all the Hebrew homes in Egypt. And it was meant for God's people to remember the great salvation he enacted on their behalf. In Jesus at the Last Supper that we celebrate tonight, he established the Lord's Supper, Holy Communion, as the Passover meal of the New Covenant. Jesus in the Gospels calls us to the simple faith of the child. And such, we can listen to the words of the institution of our Lord with great joy and encouragement. His body was given in death to save our bodies from eternal death, promising us upon his return to raise us up in glorified bodies. Another important element of remembering is how it is a call to our duty to live as becomes the servants of Jesus Christ. Scripture is full of examples of how our faith is not just what we believe in our hearts, but our allegiance of our very lives to serve Jesus Christ 
as his faithful soldiers unto our, our earthly lives have ended. This remembrance aspect comes into focus towards our duty in this part of our post-communion prayers. And we most humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace that we may continue in that holy fellowship and to do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Wars in the past and our own history where horrific losses and battles occurred were used to remember for, to help the remnant to victory. Cries in our own history such as remember the Alamo or remember Goliad were used in the Texas War of Independence to focus the men to eventually prevail. As Christians, though, on a more heightened level in the spiritual warfare we wage on all fronts in prayer and confronting sin with the gospel, God has given us the Lord's Supper as a perpetual memorial to remember the great and final victory of Jesus by his death and resurrection to defeat sin and death. Our coming to the altar of the Lord's table is not a mere passing, sappy thought in the heart where we feel good. No, it's a remembrance that renews our call to the action of living in Jesus Christ and he in us to continue the good, faith, the good fight as his servants. With our remembrance of what God did for all of us in the Holy Supper comes the last line of the epistle tonight, that we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. As officially a worship service of the body of Christ, the church, we make it publicly known when the Holy Communion is to be celebrated. Yet the proclamation of the death of Jesus Christ occurs in the very act of obedience that we partake of in the supper together. When we partake of this supper, we proclaim to those around us that we believed Jesus died for our sin. We are saying in this obedience with the action of eating and drinking that we believe in him, such as an act of proclaiming the gospel to those around us. Part of this proclamation is until he comes again as we profess in the creeds to judge the living and the dead. The Lord's Supper is a necessity to the Christian life. Not only is it deeply personal and God relaying the reminder of what Jesus did for all of us, it's deeply corporate for us to join together in participating and proclaiming this reminder. Too often, though, we think that once we've done something important, we've done it all and no longer need to continue. Yet in so much of the Christian faith, repetition is a must. We forget things easily. God has given us his word and his church in which we are called to worship consistently, centered around his word and his sacraments. Communion, as we read in the New Testament, is meant to be a regular and oft-repeated part of our practice and discipline as Christians. It's part of how we continue in relationship with God and our fellow believers. When things become well-established practices for us, we can sometimes, though, become complacent. This is why we have church seasons to mark once a year while continually worshiping God every Sunday. Monday Thursday, or Mandate Thursday, celebrates the institution of communion, serving as a very important reminder 
of why we celebrate this service every Sunday. We need occasions such as Monday, Thursday to keep what we do on a regular basis in the proper perspective. In remembrance and proclaiming, we're giving opportunities as prayed in the Colic prayer for tonight to thankfully receive these gifts, the bread and the wine, the body and blood of our Savior Christ. The practice of gratitude for what God gives us helps us in so many ways to dispel our propensities towards taking these elements for granted. Reminders through practice is the answer God gives, not of making practices rare and infrequent. We need this supper as it is a pledge of Jesus to us that he says for all eternity, this communion meal celebrates this fact. May we in this evening and yearly recalling of the institution of communion with the last supper our Lord shared with his disciples be encouraged to continue to participate in Holy Communion. May we learn the importance of the covenantal reminders God gives from his word to us as his church. May we remain ever grateful for these gifts in which we remember his death for us and proclaim his death to others as we participate together around his table to his glory. Let us pray. Almighty Father, whose dear Son on the night before he suffered did institute the sacrament of his body and blood, mercifully grant that we may thankfully receive the same in remembrance of him who in these holy mysteries giveth us a pledge of life eternal. The same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who now liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen.